Hello, everyone. Thank you for coming back to tune in to another one of my podcasts. It's your girl, Trisha B., a.k.a. Made to Inspire. Um, I know I have been MIA for a pretty long time, and it's because I wasn't sure if I wanted to go on with this project. Um, I made the decision to, you know, keep pressing on because, you know, things do take time. And it does take a while to accumulate uh, a larger audience. Um, To go along with that, I have had some positive feedback and I am choosing to keep going forward with it and hopefully get everything on schedule with uh, my blog and podcast so everything can like be consistent. So thank you for being patient with me. Thank you for listening. You don't understand how much it is appreciated. Um, I have a few topics I want to touch on today. Um, If you haven't read my last blog on madetoinspire.org, please go ahead and read that. If you haven't, if you don't like simple joys of reading, what the fuck ever, um, I will touch bases on what I wrote about. Uh, First things first. I want to mention that loneliness isn't a joke, people. It's really not. And I didn't really take into account how painful loneliness can be. Um, But after work ended in May, I had nothing to do. Yes, I was going to events still out here in Los Angeles. That kept me busy for a little while, but I found myself quickly getting bored. As you know, I have no friends and no family in the Los Angeles area. So it's just me, literally. And that took on, it took over my mindset. And I just felt incredibly lonely. And I never knew that feeling of loneliness can be excruciating. Like it was a literally... It was literally like a pain in my body that would not go away. No matter what I did, I could not fulfill myself to be happy, to be joyous, to do, to be anything. I tried going to the movies. I tried shopping. I went out to eat to try different foods. I drove around Los Angeles. Nothing would work. You know, and I found it kind of crazy because I always enjoyed solitude I don't mind or should I say I didn't mind being by myself in the past when I was a child I would play Barbies by myself you know I'll play the game by myself I just loved being by myself in my own space even when I got my own apartment it was the same way like I enjoyed being by myself but now that I look back on it and you know look at all the components that I had even though I was in my own space living on my own I still had family that I can run to in case I got bored I had friends that I could visit you know I still had foundation a family a friend foundation where I was back home so out here is completely the opposite and it's gonna it's taking 
a lot of energy to get used to. And when I tell you guys, like, I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything because this is a journey. This is life. And I want to be as real as I possibly can. My energy was so down. Like, I tried affirmations and I tried being positive, but it would not work for me. The mindset of being lonely and not having anyone to comfort me or to see really took over my body and it was so painful and some days it was hard to pull me out of that pit of depression you know it's literally no joke being by yourself is no joke and I know that now so I was still looking for jobs something to keep me busy and finding jobs you know was it's still hard I was getting bites here and there but, you know, I'll have little obstacles like I don't have a California state ID yet and I didn't have mail coming to the house. So I couldn't show proof that I lived here and just little things would show up. So I made a decision to go back home to surprise my people. I really wanted love around me like I can't stress that enough. I really wanted to be around my family. I wanted to see my friends. I needed that love to to fill me up. So when I made the decision to go back home, right, all of a sudden I got two interview requests. Mind you, I've been looking for a job because I've been out of a job for a month. No money coming in. Last check came. I don't don't have any money. So I'm like, oh, wow, what a fucking coincidence. I get two jobs when I figure out, when I finally decide to go home. So I talked to my best friend about it. And of course, you're just like, Trisha, just do what you got to do. Stay there, get the job so you can, you know, leave the one you're at and, you know, move on, grow. So, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I guess. So I'm on my way to the interview, the first one. And I'm on the highway and there's traffic. So I have all the time to think. And I'm just thinking like, oh, my God, like, I really want to see my family. Like, I don't want to go another month or whatever, not seeing them. I want love I want to feel secure I want to I just want to feel something here except for depression and loneliness so without it was much hesitation I'm not going to say without hesitation with barely too much thought and much hesitation if that makes sense I swerved out of the lane I was in and took the next exit and said fuck it to both the interviews. I'm like, look, I want to go to fuck home. I can't I can't do this. I want to see my family. And in that moment, I felt like felt like I made the right decision. Okay? Like I did have a safety net to fall back on, which is my previous job because they were only out for a summer. I just had to survive 
about two months. So I had something. I just, I really wanted to see my family. So as soon as I got off the exit, I booked my ticket. I got my shit together. I told the old lady I was leaving and I was out. I was out. But in that, like I was going back to what I said, like in that moment, I felt like I made the right decision. Like I felt so happy. All of a sudden that joy feeling came back, that spark, that light lit up my face. And I was so excited and I haven't felt that in such a long time. So I knew I was making the right decision. And in this, some times in life, you're going to have to make decisions like that. It's like money over family. You know, and I took family in particularly. Of course, as you know, I just said, I took family because I needed it. So I'm on the plane ride and it's completely uncomfortable. I'm not going to say the airline I was on. It was a cheap ticket. Everybody, I guess, was going to Cleveland this day. Like, I couldn't fucking believe it. Like, who the fuck want to go to Cleveland? You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, all of you guys are from Ohio. But anyway... So, it's a packed flight. I am literally, like, shoulder to shoulder, thigh to thigh with this guy next to me. And, you know, he's pretty nice. Halfway through the ride, we didn't really speak. But, um, maybe about an hour before we landed, we started to, you know, get to know each other a little bit. And he just told me this interesting story of how he's, his family is from Mexico and they have their own avocado farm and it is his job to travel around the country and the world to try to sell their avocados so he was telling me in the first year it was very very hard for him and he got so many doors slammed in his face people laughed at him and he just didn't have no luck for about a year and the next year business was booming and he was just telling me how happy he was that he didn't give up. He just kept pushing. He just kept told himself to keep pushing and keep going and things would turn out great and things will look up in due time. And he kept that same energy. And now basically his family is running a multi, like a not a multi, but they're doing very good. Doing very good to the point where a lot of people in his family doesn't have to work. They're all driving nice cars and they got houses being built down there and so forth. And to me, I felt like, damn, maybe I am supposed to be on this flight to hear what he's talking about so I can take in what he's saying and apply it to my life. Because I can't tell you how many times the thought of going back home has crossed my mind. You know, and another thing, he would just, you know, he would just give me advice like, never stop following your dreams, keep going for that shit. It'll all come out great, it'll all come out if you just follow your dreams. That's the key is to believe in yourself and follow your dreams. And when he said that, you know, so many people say it believe in yourself. 
you know, and I just ponder that, like, believe in yourself is so fucking simple, but it's so hard to do. The key to life is to believe in yourself and follow your dreams. And it's so hard to do. Something as simple as that shit. And sometimes I don't understand why that is. Why is it so hard to believe in yourself? That is like one of the keys to life. So anyway, he shared his wisdom with me. Got off the plane, met my brother at the airport. First person I surprised was my father. Good surprise. He was surprised. You know, it was all good. I'm going to leave a certain detail out of it. I mean, it's not very important to my trip. However, it did affect my mood during my stay. And it's kind of irrelevant. But it did really affect me. So I'm not really going to mention it. I'm not sure if I mentioned it in my blog or not. I probably did go check it out. Um, org. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not sure if I mentioned this little key detail. It's not key, but it did. It affected me to the point where my attitude was fucked up and I didn't want to see anybody and I was mad at my dad and shit because he said something that really fucked me over. So, but I'm a bypass that for time. So I saw my father and then next was my mom and my mom's fucking reaction when she seen me. Oh my God. I'm so upset. I didn't charge my phone. Like it was so genuine. It was so like, oh my gosh, she was so happy to see me. She was crying. She wouldn't let me go. She was hugging me so tightly. It felt so good to see my mother. Oh God, that love. Oh, it felt so good. Man, to be at home, oh my God. It was good, guys. I'm happy. I was happy that I made the decision. So, to make a long trip short, I seen my friends. Um, the ones that bothered to see me, that is. Um... Everything was great. You know, still leaving out this detail. But the most important thing is that I seen them. I hung out with them. I spent time. So I was good on that. I spent time with my immediate family, like mother, father, brother, sister, and cousin. I didn't really get to see my other family members besides my aunt, but I consider my auntie to be my immediate because she's always there. So, but I didn't really get to see too many of my other family members. It is what it is. So, it's cool. So, you know, I'm chilling in Cleveland, enjoying the... The smell of fresh grass and trees and oaks and all that good shit. Enjoying driving in the the uh, 
how can I say this? The open traffic. It's not too much traffic being backed up and shit. I'm not waiting in line for anything. Like everything's quick. I'm so, uh, it was heaven. So one day, out of curiosity, I decided to text my manager. Um, when I should be back, or not when work starts back. And she told me, oh, the 23rd of the month. So I'm like, wait, what? Because I was under the impression that we didn't go back until like middle July, early August. At least that's the impression I got towards the end of the school year when everyone was like, are you working in the summer? Like they said it like it was a choice to work in the summertime, you know? So I was so fucking confused. And I was like, wait, the 23rd of June or July? She said June. I was like, oh, fuck, I got to go back so early. Mind you, it was already like I spent two weeks there by this time. It's already like June 19th and I got to go back before the month is out. And I was just like, damn, that was fast. (laughs) That was so fast. I I wish I would have had more time. I could have said no, but I really need to make money. I was tired of not having money. So... I decided to go back and you know I wanted to secure my job so I made sure that I went back yeah said my goodbyes they were hard really hard but you know my last few days there it's like I gained a whole nother perspective on what the fuck I needed to do once I came back to L.A. Like, I had to really get on my shit more than ever. I get my shit together before the year's out. Before even coming back home, I apply for school. So that's in motion. And I'm still applying for jobs and internships and looking for apartments to live you know I'm just putting shit into this mixing pot and see what comes up I need to get my license and everything together (sighs) which I just keep procrastinating on doing I just really don't want to stand in that line ugh that's what I dread long lines but anyway, and I want to start another big project. I'm trying not to have too many projects on my table because that's like a good chance that nothing is really going to get done like they're supposed to. But I'm really working on trying to like multitask. My blog is kind of like nothing but a thing with the hardest projects is the pod keeping up the podcast and hopefully not this new project I'm doing 
It's like the podcast and the blog goes together and then there's something new that I want to bring to the table. Adding school on top of that, I just really want to keep myself busy. Get myself on a schedule. I plan on working on my health more. Drinking more water, shit like that. And I hate talking about health and weight and shit like that. So I'm, I'm going to go say, look, <laughs> I'm going I'm to drink more water, okay, and chill on the meat as much and fast food because let me tell you like I ate fat I eat fast food a lot here in LA because for over a month you know that's all I could afford I couldn't really go to the grocery store well I didn't really think to go to the grocery store and buy groceries with the money I was going to like restaurants with so my mother doesn't really go to like fast food restaurants like that because she had the surgery and she just can't eat like she used to anymore. And also she has like a 10-year-old kid she has to take care of. So she's teaching her about eating, you know, healthy meals at home. And just her, and she's went back to cooking in the house. So my body basically went through a fucking detox for the 20 days that I was there. Because I ate nothing but the food she cooked. You know, and she cooks enough. I remember when we were kids, she would like overdo it because there were so many of us in a house. But like now, especially when my brother and sister having different work schedules and they eat out most of the time. So it was just her and my little cousin. And since I was there, she cooked enough for me. So my mother would just cook enough food for the house. Whoever gets it, gets it. Whoever doesn't doesn't you know so I my body went through a fucking detox like I was going to the bathroom more and more while I was there and she even noticed it and I was also drinking water because she doesn't buy juice or pop that's like a hot commodity in the house so I'm drinking all this water I'm eating home cooked meals and I'm just going to the bathroom and and I noticed it too it's like I didn't I went to the bathroom a lot back home, but like, damn, it was like times 10 there. And I was telling her and like, and I was explaining to her how my stool, I am trying to get disgusting, but I was explaining to her how my stool was. And she said, yeah, your body's going through a major detox right now. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense because I'm used to eating a lot of junk food. You know, and my face kind of started to slimmed down a little bit. I noticed the difference. I stopped it. I'm like, ooh, more neck. You know what I'm saying? So that was good. So I'm trying to keep that same energy, that same momentum coming back to LA. And it, even though it is hard with me not having a paycheck right now, I'm trying to still think smart when it comes to food. So um, I really am going to chill on the fast food because it's starting to get really nasty to me now. And it's always in the back of my mind that it's not good for me. So it's it's getting stuck and, you know, I'm working on it. But, um, yeah, so right now I got to eat like poor man meals because of the amount of money that I have. I got to really budget myself. So I've been surviving off of like ramen noodles and like ravioli. Because that's all I can have. That's all I have access to right now. So it's cool. I'm not complaining about it. At least I'm fucking eating. And, um, and yeah.
working on getting my school shit together, getting my, you know, affairs in order. Um, I'm going to save the story that I just went through a few days ago for the next podcast. It's about a guy. And he just kind of like, he really, if I wasn't, I mean, how can I say this? If I wasn't so picky before in the past about men, I'm definitely picky now, especially with the mindset that I have nowadays. I really want to mess with those that are on my level of thinking, my level of ambition, just my level of trying to raise my vibration. I really want to mess with high vibrational people so that can keep me uplifted and keep me motivated and things like that so it's really a difference when you when you're hanging around low vibrational people because you you'll get your spirit will get disgusted literally it'll that's the feeling I got with the guy like it was literally like disgust and I'm I'm, I know that's kind of harsh but that's how I fucking felt and I'm just like Trisha like what the fuck are you doing like you're over this and I just kept saying the old me would have went along with the shit and wouldn't have said nothing but this new bitch that I am now like I really voiced my opinion about how I was feeling and what was right and what I liked and he just wasn't paying attention to it so I'm just like oh okay so yeah this shit's not gonna work out but I'll explain the rest of the story in the next podcast so now I'm just really just going with the flow on certain things and I'm watching what I accept into my space and just looking for the things that I want and just looking out for the things that I don't like. And I like that. I like the space that I'm in as far as that goes right now. I'm not forcing love. I'm not forcing friendships, even though it'll be nice, but I'm just going to choose to go on the flow with people. If I want to make a remark about something, I'll do it. If I feel like calling somebody, you know, I'll do that. If I feel like, hey, you want to go to this place with me, blah, blah, blah. They say no. Cool. They say yes. That's a plus. So I'm just going to go with the flow. Just do do me. You know what I'm saying? Because I have goals before the end of this year. And those goals will proceed until the next year. And I just want to keep going up the ladder you guys so I'm gonna keep this little fire (laughs) I have under my ass to do what the fuck I need to do and just really enjoy the space that I'm in be mindful be grateful show gratitude work on my mindset work on what I'm telling myself in my head you know continue to do that and not hope but expect a marvelous outcome expecting miracles expecting doors to be opened for me and for those who I touch and whatnot but I think you know the biggest thing ain't no buts the biggest thing I need to work on is like my throat chakra, voicing more about how I feel and what I think is right. Just, you know, that inner voice becoming your outer voice. That has a lot to do with your voice, your throat chakra. 
exercising that more. And this hard work, this shit is not easy. Whoever told you it's easy is a fucking liar. It's not easy. It's life. It's a journey. It's a marathon. This shit's not a race. Time is irrelevant. Just as long as you're working on yourself, that's success. The real goal is the goals you set for yourself. So that's what I'm doing. I have goals that are set. Yeah, stick to them. I can't wait to what the next months are bringing me. I'm excited. I'm expecting. And that's all I have for you today. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I'm glad to be back. This was a a well-needed vent episode. I hope you can learn a lot from me. Um, I really, like I said, I try not to sugarcoat anything. When you trying to when you make a change in your life for the better, you're gonna go through a lot of obstacles to get to your final destination. And this is my journey. And I aspire to help people and to like help them like think twice about certain shit and to help them expect the things that are to be expected when you go off on your own and follow your dreams. Everybody goes through this. It's inevitable. Avoid it if you can, but, you know, people go through this shit. I'm not the only one. So, yeah. Thank you. I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Until then, people, stay positive, stay focused, and vibrate higher. Peace.